Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to episode 13 of the Harmonics Community Podcast. Today on the show, we're going to do a wrap-up of our time down at South by Southwest. Uh, a bunch of us went down to uh, talk about RBN, and uh, we'll fill you in on what we did down there. Um, I'm also going to give you my interview with Wayne Kramer from the MC5. I met him at South by Southwest, and he tells us about his charity, Jail Guitar Doors. Thrasher's going to give you some information on PAX East if you're going to be in town for that. And um, then we'll wrap things up with the DLC roundtable. Thanks. HMX Thrasher, HMX Drop Slash, and HMX Mr. Boop, fresh off a tour uh, down to Austin, Texas for South by Southwest. Um, so yeah, we were down there pimping out Rock Band Network uh, for all of South by Southwest interactive and music, a 10-day spree of fun Rock Band Network junk and also music <laughs> it was uh it was great let's let's talk about it yeah uh so the first part was interactive we were at the screen burn arcade yeah. portion in the austin convention <laughs> center uh we were there with twisted pixel massive black that texas lego the users texas group. lego users oh, that group. was so cool had tons of cool lego things that they made a lego taj mahal yep a lego bridge with a bunch of bats under bats, it bats because austin has a huge the largest urban bat population in the world or some 1.5 million bats that live under a bridge. Under the bridge that was yeah. right directly next to my hotel, by the way. Didn't uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers write a song about those bats? Yep, Under the Bridge. Under the bridge. Yeah, 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 about right. those bats. Right. <laughs> Billy, Billy Bragg tended to disagree about the statement of it yeah. being the largest. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. true. We caught <laughs> Billy Bragg's show and he said, anyone can claim this sort of thing. And that in America we're much more likely to claim that we have the biggest. <laughs> yeah. And that if this uh, if those bats lived in uh, England, they would say, "Here are a bunch of bats. <laughs> they may or may not be the largest yeah. community right. of bats, but we'll leave that up to you to decide." A collection of urban bats. Yeah, yeah. That, that was fantastic. What a charming man that He's Billy was. Very charming. Was um, amazing. So yeah, that moves us into uh, music. The music portion of South by Southwest. So we were set up at the MySpace and Spin Lounge. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the game, um, but more importantly, we were going out and seeing shows and talking to bands about RBN. Um, mm-hmm. So we saw some really cool stuff, yeah. such as. Uh, should we do favorites? Yeah, let's do faves. Yeah. Cool. All right, I like favorites. Play faves. Um, ooh, this is actually this is a really tough one. <laughs> um, I think that my favorite was, uh, and you guys, you guys weren't around for this one, but I got away from the um, Sixth Street Strip and went to this place called the French Legation Museum. And um, it's like this old, I guess it's basically like where the French consulate used to live. And it's this giant um, like grounds with like hills and stuff and just like super scenic, really beautiful. And they had a couple tents set up there and uh, one of the tents was like really small and had like flowers hanging from it. And Thurston Moore from Sonic Youth did a solo acoustic set wow. in this beautiful little tent. 
Uh, it was just like him and a 12-string guitar. And um, it was so beautiful that it literally brought me to tears. Wow. Yeah, it was just like hanging out on the lawn. Uh, there were lots of like families there with babies, and he just sounded absolutely amazing. Wow. It was the coolest thing ever. That's very yeah, cool. Yeah, it was. Um, the whole week for me was like seeing bands that I'd always, bands or artists I'd always wanted to see but never did, such as uh, Ray Davies yeah. and the Kinks. Thrasher and I so went good. to that show. Yeah. Uh, it was so good. Like he did most of it with just one other guitar player, and they played acoustic stuff. But they played like almost all the songs I wanted to hear. And then uh, the '88, which is a band that's in rock band, uh, backed him uh, on a number of Kinks rockier songs, cool. and it sounded amazing. Yeah. And uh, even though he sat for most of the acoustic stuff because he's been shot in the leg. <laughs> uh, good reason. Yeah. <laughs> he he got up on his feet and moved around a lot for the, oh, the, nice. the rock stuff. It was. A really good show. Um, another highlight for me was seeing Rocky Erickson with Ockerville River. That was really cool. I'd never heard awesome. Ockerville River before. I'd heard of them and that they were popular, but they were really good. And Rocky Erickson, if you don't know him, is sort of an old crazy... He was in a psychedelic band in the 60s called the 13th Floor Elevators, and uh, he went crazy. And there's a documentary about it called You're Gonna Miss Me that I highly recommend everyone check out. Um, but anyway, this is sort of like his comeback. He, they're doing an album together, yeah. and the show was really good. It was. It was amazing. Um, it was, they just matched perfectly yeah. together. Yeah. They matched yeah. so well. It was yeah, it was, it was great. Yep. Well, Kyle, how about you? Uh, my, the standout musical performance for me was something I wasn't expecting at all. I went and saw a band called Monster Big Band, which was this 17-piece jazz big beat-like orchestra, and they were just fantastic. They had like five saxophonists and five trombonists and flautists and trump like it was just craziness and nice. like stand-up bass and piano and drums and they played an amazing four-part james bond medley Whoa, what? <laughs> and that sounds right up your alley <laughs> it's, it's just not a style of music you hear very often like totally. that kind of humongous arrangement and like everybody was so talented it was this little tiny bar called elephant bar so like the sound it sounded fantastic because the bar was so small and the ceiling was so low they just filled the entire place with music and it was just That's such awesome. a cool Super experience cool. Yeah, I mean, Pope, you've already covered most of mine. Like the Ray Davies show is no, it's all right. <laughs> Ray Davies show is incredible. Um, I loved going to the Strummerville show. Uh, really Billy cool. Rag is one of my favorite artists ever, and he's just absolutely amazing live. Um, he they his set went a little bit long, and so the club where we were actually like cut his amp. And during his last song, without even missing because it was a beat. it was last call. Yeah, because yeah, it was last call. Without even missing a beat, like as as if it was planned almost. He just kept singing, and the crowd joined in, and it was that was really yeah. It, it was, was and it's like this, amazing as it is. The song is like this powerful like pro union song, mm -hmm. so it became like this chant. This, yeah, like hootenanny almost, like they do in the old days. Yeah, that was cool. Goosebump inducing. Yes, very much so. And at that same show, we got to I got to interview Wayne Kramer of the MC5, which is also on this podcast. Ooh, uh, cool. Yeah. Listen to that later. Um, um, and we met the best Steph's future husband, Beans and Toast. Yes, we did. Uh, so this guy um, is from from England. And is, uh, for those of you who can't see me through this podcast, you might not know that I'm under five feet tall. And uh, <laughs> Beans on Toast may also be under five feet tall. 
So he had an acoustic guitar and put the mic like at its full extended height and then stood on a stool to perform. <laughs> and uh, just had these like amazing songs about doing drugs at festivals yeah. and uh, being his, an urban cowboy. <laughs> yeah, being yeah, being going to Texas, being a cowboy. Um, the wittiest in between song banter I've ever heard yeah. by far. Yeah. That was thick, deep Cockney accent. Yeah, like beautiful. Deep Just beautiful. Great smoker's voice. <laughs> um, which which I'm also into. <laughs> also, uh, so um, HMX Henry and Mr. Pope and uh, John D and I went and saw Perry Grip. Yep. Uh, who the you one and know, only. Who you may know from Nom 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 <laughs> Nom 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 fame. Or uh, Chimpanzee <laughs> by Nom Segway. Chimpanzee. So uh, that that was amazing. He um, he had a full backing band that had a lot of weird instrumentation too, like a sousaphone, one of those like keyboard recorder things oh, like, you know, that you blow into and also play. Glockenspiel. Glockenspiel. Um, a chick who was amazing just with uh, crash cymbals, yep. like right up front, only doing crash cymbals. Singing into a megaphone. Yes, into a megaphone. And he wore a uh, full-body hamster suit and a pair of aviator sunglasses. That's amazing. Um, it really was yeah. amazing. In the middle, he did an acoustic slow version of Spaghetti, Spaghetti Cat, Cat, which yeah. brought the house to tears. It was so full of feeling. <laughs> <laughs> that was um, that that was uh, I think that was that was the last show that I saw. That was uh, the end of Saturday night, and that was just uh, like for me the absolute perfect way to end South by Southwest. Yeah. Um, it was it I was agree. really phenomenal. And actually, John and, and Aaron and I got grabbed on our way out of that show to do <laughs> interviews about the Perry Grip show. Oh, that's amazing! Like for a web series, the setlist.tv. There you go. Very um, cool. I gotta also give people because um, we might have a video of it later on. We went to see a really awesome band called SoCal on the recommendation of Kurt Davis here in the office, and Mr. Pope loves this band, and he got to. Perform with them. <laughs> what? He plays what? a mean, a mean tambourine. Yeah, Mr. the drummer Pope threw does. me a tambourine and then went to drink. Nice. Are you sure he was throwing it to you and not throwing it? Yeah, no, he threw it to yeah. me. Okay. That's um, awesome. That was great. And this awesome, this awesome chick punk band played after them called the Coat Hangers. Yep. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're going to put the giggle bitches out of business. Yeah. <laughs> um, Another band you guys should check out uh, that we saw um, down there was Freelance Whales, who played oh, before uh, yeah, Rocky yeah. Upper. They were really cool too, I thought. Yep. Um, yeah. Overall, I would say it was a pretty, uh, pretty successful trip. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I got a lot of people on board with the idea of RBN. I can't promise they're going to sign up and do stuff, but we spread the word a lot more, which is good. Yeah, we also got to talk about the uh, T-Mobile Artist of the Month um, contest, which is running now. And if you're an artist, you should totally uh, go to the website, check it out, and enter. rockband.com slash t-mobile, is that it? Yep. There's there's also panels for it on our website. So if you just hit rockband.com, you should be able to see a link to it. Or if you go to rockband.com slash news, you can check out the press release, and there's some links in there to follow. Yeah. So multiple ways, yeah. basically, to uh, figure this but out. But since you're online listening to this right now, you should just be like, just click to your browser while you're listening. We'll just talk you through it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't want to talk anyone through anything. All right, open Firefox. This is getting too technology-focused. <laughs> Um, oh, wait, I have another favorite moment that I almost okay. forgot. <laughs> uh, so we got to see, so Hole sort of reunited. Yep, we Hole, got to Courtney see, Love. Yeah, we got to see that, and... Um, <laughs> I think one of my favorite bits of Courtney Love uh, stage, I won't call it stage banter, it was more stage yelling at the crowd. Berating, yeah. Um, she made a bunch of, of silly jokes about one Mr. Brett Michaels from the band Poison, mm-hmm. and 
Poison is one of my all-time favorite bands ever. Really? The first CD, the first CD I ever bought with my own money when I was a little kid was uh, was a Poison was a Poison disc. Traumatizing. And um, I was a weird kid. Uh, um, but I also. Was? <laughs> I yeah. But I also but I also loved Hole when I was like in middle school, you know, and it was the '90s and that was so big. I thought I thought Hole was like the raddest band because they were a girl band and Courtney Love was so in your face and I used to like dress like her to go to school and stuff. So her making jokes about Brett Michaels, it was like my childhood merged into one sentence and flood of memories. And, uh, and then being forced into a guillotine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> being forced into like a sausage grinder <laughs> and force fed to me. I am so hungry for sausage. Yeah. That band was great, the sausage grinders. <laughs> yeah. The pork foundation. The pork foundation, yeah. Pork foundation was really cool. That's our new SAG project. Uh, you guys should expect uh, the, the hot por- new... Is that pork core? Is that the... <laughs> oh, yeah, pork core. The hot new truck, uh, track, hungry for food truck, <laughs> coming out soon. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of street from food. From pork foundation. There's great street food in Austin. All the restaurants we looked up to go to dinner that one night... Uh, that we're all like Zagat's and Yelp. We're all in fact street street, street trucks. Street trucks. We're like good Food for truck. good for groups, and they were all just like trucks on the street. Groups, <laughs> <laughs> in the parking lot, yeah. which is true. Uh, yeah, Austin, it was cool though. I thought I thought that was fun. I'm, I enjoyed myself. I think everyone else did. Was so, your first uh, South by? Was it everyone's first South by? Yeah. yeah, yeah, everyone except yeah. you. Oh, Jesus, feel old. You should. Only numerically. Do you have a favorite part, John? Since you missed that part. Uh, I saw Minus the Bear play at Stud <laughs> later that night, and it was weird because it was like. So I have a real issue with some of the fashion choices at South by Southwest. Just people, yes. people yeah. trying really hard, and like I sponsor uh, rock and roll and fashion being intersect. Uh, I think that uh, clothes can be all about rock and roll, but rock and roll shouldn't be all about clothes. Um, and some of the people down there were, were all about their clothes uh, as Ellie pans through a giant box of <laughs> tissues by herself and tells me I'm deep. <laughs> She's crying. That's I got South by flu. I got South by flu. And we're going to get the nerd flu at PAX East. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so anyway, so I went to see Minus the Bear and I was outside wearing, uh, you know, jeans and boots, but I was also wearing like a collared shirt, a sweater, and my winter coat because I had it with me from Boston because it was like 45 it was degrees out. It was cold. Yeah. And every venue I went to that night, I'd walk into the front door of the venue and be like, sweet, indoor show. And then I would, like, they're like, where's the music? Oh, it's in the back. And I would walk out the back, and it would invariably be outside on some patio or in a giant outdoor space. Uh, and Minus the Bear was playing as best they could. They played a great set. Their guitars were like constantly going out of tune because it was 45 out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was a little like rooftop concert-esque. Um, but I enjoyed that show a lot. And then I went and saw, I, I saw Perry Griff, which we discussed. Um, which was one of the more unbelievable experiences. And I don't use that word casually. Like I'm still not <laughs> entirely sure that it happened. I use I use that word uh, really casually, but I will say this was the most unbelievable yeah. of all the unbelievable things. And then I went and saw my friend. I had a couple friends bands playing down there that I tried to go see. I saw my friends band Tiger City, who are a great sort of dance nice. band yeah, uh, from from New York, and they are awesome. And the sound at the venue they were playing at was awful. It was like one loud feedback loop the entire time, so mm-hmm. I had to leave. Uh, and I went to my friend's band, Jupiter One, and they were also uh, going to be great, except that the show was three hours behind schedule, so I instead watched a Italian seven-piece band playing, like, early 90s core-style pop uh, and singing, like, really intense Italian, which was fine, because, like, they were actually pretty good, but there were, like, a lot of really drunk Italian people who were there just to see them, who were, like, on top of picnic tables and fighting. Was that, uh, was that Counting Bros? Is that... Is that... <laughs> no, that sounds like a, counting bros. a terrible band. Is that, like, a... <laughs> that's a... That's a harmonics joke band. 
Looking at you, McLean. <laughs> oh, McLean doesn't listen to this. Yeah, he doesn't listen to this. He I'm going to make ears. him. Oh, he doesn't have ears. He's in the <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, had a, I saw a bunch of great shows, and I had fun hanging out at the Spin Lounge and, and uh, <laughs> hanging out at the Driscoll. I ran into a friend of mine who directed our music video down there, and we hung out a bunch. It was, it was nice. weird. It was a great South by Southwest. I mean, it was, it was, it was crappy weather yeah. for the last day, but the first couple of days were really nice. Oh, and Aaron refused to join us for some reason, so he gave me permission to do an impression of him saying his favorite part. I know someone's <laughs> cell phone is going off. Uh, doing his favorite part of South by Southwest. Um, so on the spot, I'll do an Aaron Traits impression. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, <laughs> Hey, guys, it's Aaron here. Uh, so my favorite part of South by Southwest was when we saw a show that was the same bill. It had Andrew W.K. and Guar. <laughs> it was so cool. Um, I actually got to interview Guar, but I had so much fun, and I just wanted you guys to know that I love Guar and I love Andrew W.K. That, Bye. That was, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That was hands down the worst impression I ever No, heard. no, it was actually really good. It just wasn't long-winded enough. <laughs> uh, he's going to listen back to this and be pissy. Uh, good. The best, part, the best part about that show, not to impersonate Aaron, but to quote Aaron, was that a girl came out on stage before NWK started and proceeded to just, like, in, in, a, in a, what, a She was in, like, an 80s aerobics costume. And proceeded to punch dance for <laughs> yeah. an hour. For his entire set. <laughs> just, like, just jumping back and forth from foot to foot and punching. Was it part of the show? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. She's, huh. and, she's a homeless person. Yeah, <laughs> she likes saying backup on his songs, but mostly just did punch dancing. That's weird. And I gotta say, That's I awesome. never, uh, up before the show, I never got, I never really fully understood the whole Andrew WK thing. I was like, okay, it's funny, his songs are about partying. But this crowd of like, I don't know, it must have been maybe a thousand people, were so unanimously happy and like everyone was smiling and having such a great time. It was uh, it was pretty great. Was Whatever. it a, a party? It was indeed a party. Cool. Even though Did it was like get 35 it degrees out. Yeah. Was it time to party hard? The whole time. It was you party hard. Party hard yeah. I like that his outfit is all white. Yep. Like that he wears white t-shirt and white pants. <laughs> well, there's a third part of South by Southwest we haven't discussed. We discussed interactive and music. There's also film. a film aspect. That's true. Oh, uh, so God. one of my favorite non-music moments was a film moment, and that was waiting in line with Mr. Pope for over three hours to see <laughs> Predators and then not get in to see Predators. The new Predator movie. If you guys didn't know, there's a new Predator movie. There is. It's called Predators. Predators. Yeah, we stood in line for Stood in line at the Alamo Draft House and then not, did not get in, but got really sweet Predator t-shirts <laughs> and laser keychains as a concept. Prize. We did go see uh, the day after. We did go see the Lost Boys. Corey yes. Hamer suspected. Yeah. Yes, we did. Uh, and now, and then we went and saw Repo Man, the new Jude Law movie, <laughs> which we do not recommend. Which wasn't even associated with the festival. Either. Not, yeah. <laughs> what if Jude Law's listening to this? Come on, and Jude Law, we're sorry, but I'm sure you know. Jude Law, you should be sorry. Yes, because that movie Sick was unbelievably terrible. Surgery porn is not a budding film genre. Don't spoil it for people. Uh, it was awful. Oh. Do not go see it. But my, do go see the Lost Boys. Yeah. My favorite film moment was when Pope and I were walking down the street and wandered by Sissy Spacek. Yep. What? what? I wanted That's by so Colin. Cool. I wanted by Colin Hanks, and in the Admirals oh. Club on the way back, Val Kilmer was in my Admirals. Val, Kil oh, Val Kilmer Iceman. was staying in my hotel. What? Yes. What? Um, wow. Yeah. Hotel? Yeah, yeah, our hotel. Before you got there, though. Oh sure. Yeah, and we also, also we also saw Seth Meyers. Yep, we, we saw <laughs> Seth Meyers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw Todd Berry on the street. He's uh, another funny comedian. It was. Uh, I saw Eugene Merman. It's crazy. Yeah. All these famous people who are only famous a little bit. Yeah, yeah. all these people are minorly famous. Awesome They're awesome, majorly awesome. Some musicians. Sissy's yeah. basic looked amazing. 
just gotta say that. I'm nodding my head. You're a vaguely sissy spacek looking lady. Yeah, a little bit. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> like sissy spacek now. <laughs> You're like a sixty year old sissy spacek. <laughs> You're a little crazy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that's what we thought about South by Southwest. I would say that we all had a really good time and. Hope that some of the bands that we talk to uh, decide to put their songs in the Rock Band Network. Um, band. Oh, you all right? You're there. I'm sorry. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's that's that. Okay. <laughs> I'm here at South by Southwest. I'm at the Strummerville event, and we're here. Um, this is quite an honor. We're here with Wayne Kramer, uh, lead guitarist for the MC5, one of the prototypical bands. I created an entire genre of my favorite music, um, and Wayne is actually here uh, promoting um, a, a charity called Jail Guitar Doors. Um, Wayne, do you want to tell us what Jail Guitar Doors is? Well, we're we're a nonprofit. Uh, initiative uh, and we partnered with Billy Bragg he does this work in England what we do is we find people that work in prisons using music as rehabilitation and we provide them with instruments mostly guitars that's amazing and and the program's been around for a little while in England right and uh, have we already seen some results from that yeah the uh, the success rate is very high in England the idea is that if you give uh, prisoners the tools and expect more of them that they will generally step up they'll rise to the occasion because the point is you know if you've done something wrong and you have to go to prison fair enough I, I, I think uh, I believe in safe streets and uh, if you break the law then you should be held accountable but I also believe that the punishment should fit the crime and while somebody's in prison they should be helped to improve themselves. Otherwise, they just go back to prison again and they do wrong again. And the point is to stop them from going back again. Absolutely, and you just did a short acoustic set and you did Bob Marley's Redemption song. And, and one thing that, that really caught me was you changed one lyric um, and you said, have no fear for education. Um, and I think that that's, you're going to a prison here in Austin tomorrow, right? Yeah, and that's Friday. Friday, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, you, that, that's sort of that's sort of your thing, because you have to get the, the prisoners on board with this too, right? Right. And generally, you know, 25% of the people in prison um, need to be in prison, need to stay in prison. But the other 75% will change if you give them the tools to change. If you give them classes, if you teach them a trade. Um, they don't want to be in prison. They want to go home and be back with their families and have a life like we all have out here. So my idea is to give them that opportunity. Absolutely. So if people want to learn more about Jail Guitar Doors, what can they do? You can go to jailguitardoors.org and you can donate. Send us, make a donation. We'll buy more instruments. We'll go into more prisons. We also do prison outreach. 
and we put on concerts in prisons to let prisoners know that not everybody believes and lock you up and throw away the key. That's right. Uh, Jail Guitar Doors, in case you guys listening don't know it, is uh, one of the Clash's great songs. And I know Billy Bragg uh, was, was inspired to start his career from the Clash. And I think uh, Jail Guitar Doors, in addition to that, draws a lot from Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash went and played for prisoners when no one else would even acknowledge them. Um, so I think you guys are continuing uh, an amazing tradition, and I really, really appreciate you giving me the time, Wayne. Well, it's a pleasure. You know, the Clash, the Clash were such, uh, such good guys. You know, they wrote, they wrote the song about me when I went to prison, and it, it was such a, a vote of solidarity. It made me feel like I wasn't true? alone. Yeah, I never knew that. That's amazing. The, the lyric is, "Let me tell you about Wayne and his deals of cocaine." Wow. 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 Well, you just blew me away. I'm a huge Clash fan, and I never knew that. That's so, amazing. But you're right. We're not reinventing the wheel here. You know, a lot of people care about prisoners, and, and they have for as long as there's been prison. So two, there are two million of our fellow Americans in prison. Half of them are nonviolent drug offenders. They don't need to be in prison. They need Absolutely. to be in treatment. So if you text the number 738-674, and uh, type the letters JGD for Jail Guitar Doors. Yeah. Uh, that'll sign you up for the Jail Guitar Doors mobile updates. Yeah. Thank you so much, Wayne. And guys, go listen to MC5. You won't be sorry. They're an amazing band who influenced literally thousands of, of the best bands that you guys listen to. Uh, Wayne, thank you so much. A pleasure. Thank you. For the light that's in your eyes. Thankful to the big old sky Who can't see a thing at all Cause he's got no eyes The children they can't see fans what's up it's the week of pax east and as we say here in boston we're wicked excited to see you kid your best bet on finding out where the harmonics devs are hanging out during pax is to follow any of us on twitter and now as fast as my voice can speak here's a rundown of the community team's twitter handles just in case first of course we've got at rock band then we've got at hmx cat attack at mr pope at the best step at harmonic sean at hmx henry at drop slash at john t drake and of course at hmx thrasher that's me if you want to know more about our charity raffle for Child's Play and where, what's going on there, you can check out rockband.com zine for more info. You can also check out our unofficial guide to Boston for PAX attendees linked in any of our rockband.com zine articles about PAX. And finally, you'll want to be sure to check out the panels listing. We've got lots of devs on awesome panels this week, including um, a panel on community moderation, which HMX Henry is taking part in, and my personal favorite, Journalists versus Developers. Um, it's a grudge match panel, and it features our very own, very boisterous John T. Drake. But we've got tons of panels featuring devs, and you'll, um, you can find out more information at rockhand.com. Cause I'm 
Podcast Land. This is Cat with the DLC Roundtable. Yay! Yay! This week we have a Jimi Hendrix full album, Axis Bold as Love, plus a single. And included in that we have the songs Up From the Skies, Spanish Castle Magic, Wait Until Tomorrow, Ain't No Tellin', Little Wing, If Six Was Nine, You Got Me Floatin', Castles Made of Sand, She's So Fine, One Rainy Wish, Little Miss Lover, Bold as Love, and for the single we have Valleys of Neptune. Yeah, That's awesome. Yes. Uh, Steph, what's the deal with that single? Uh, so that single is the uh, new single off of um, the new album put out by Jimi Hendrix. I know you're saying, what? He's he like is, Tupac. Um, exactly. Virtuoso. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, they, uh, Legacy Recordings is releasing a, um album of previously unreleased music from Jimi Hendrix, and the title of that album is the same as the single, Valleys of Neptune, and that came out on uh, March 9th, and uh, it's pretty, pretty great. That's very yeah, so. cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Yeah. It is. It's similar to the uh, Band of Gypsies vibe that was going on, which is his his last album that was recorded. Yeah. 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 Sweet stuff. <laughs> so, uh, Kat, you're a big Jimi Hendrix fan, right? I am, yeah. Big big Jimi Hendrix fan. Um, grew up with my dad singing Jimi Hendrix songs to me and playing guitar. Uh, he was also a lefty, so, you know, my oh. dad was keeping oh it real. My Your dad, dad was a lefty, too? My dad used to play me Jimi Hendrix songs. Me and Allie are like so sisters. Weird. Oh my god, are you guys dad? sisters? <laughs> me and Allie are sisters. You're related to Sissy Spacek? <laughs> Sissy is Spacek is me and Allie's mom. Um, yeah, so I, probably probably one of the first um, Jimi Hendrix songs that I heard was probably um, Castles Made of Sand, which I used to just think was like the lullaby that parents sang to their kids at night because it's about making sand castles and they go into the sea and then I fall asleep. Eventually. Um, <laughs> but then, you know... I read the lyrics and I was like, oh, that's not really. <laughs> that's not a great really song. Really lullaby so much. Yeah. It um, is a good song. Um, yeah. If Six Was Nine, another one that's uh, really good on this one. Yeah. 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 If, Little you, read, if you read Little my Wayne, uh, totally my zine write up about the Jimi Hendrix DLC this week, you will you'll find out the first place that I heard If Six Was Nine. Oh, and that's I, awesome. I would like to hear some comments about that. No spoilers. I thought, it was, for you. I thought it was pretty epic. Um, yeah, this, this is really cool. So this is part of uh, something that Legacy is doing. They're going to be re-releasing um, the Jimi Hendrix Experience's seminal albums beginning with uh, Access Bold as Love um, this year. So I think it's pretty cool that we have it on Rock Band and get to kind of let a whole new generation of uh, fans experience the music. Totally. Yeah. They'll be really fun to play, too. Yeah. Yeah. One of the- one of, if not the best, guitar yeah. players. You know, time. you know what I would like to hear. I would like to see uh, if any right-handed players can play lefty mode just for these songs. Ooh, yeah. that'd be kind of a that. challenge. Authenticity right? yeah. challenge. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Can we make? Can we should do a video of that after the DLC's yeah. release. Yeah, the best but yeah. no using a mirror to help you out. No, you gotta you gotta do it for real. Would that help the mirror? A lot of people no. get the achievement. Just go with it, guys. No, we're talking about like actually online. physically holding. No, the no, no, I know. A lot of kids, what they did online to get the achievement in Beatles, they they put a mirror on the wall to like help them sort of and then just play figure things out, and then either play righty or play lefty with the mirror. But you gotta do it totally authentic. I would like to see that. Yeah, don't be yeah. a jerk. Do it right. Yeah. Yeah. So video jerks. coming soon. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, Pope, you play guitar. Um, what, what, you know, are you excited about trying to Good transition. some of these Jimi Hendrix songs? Yeah, no. Um, Little Wing, actually, the, the way I found out about that song 
was through Stevie Ray Vaughan who covered it. Oh yeah, that's what uh, that's one of the probably like totally most classic guitar covers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that one will be super cool to play. I can't for the life of me play any Jimi Hendrix song. I mean, I can do like rhythm guitar and that's it. Yeah. So he would play rhythm and lead at the same time. Which but you'll I be able to solo. Now that they're going to be in rock band. Yes. So now you can play I will play them all. Just like Jimmy and Stevie Ray. That's right. Yeah. There you go. We made this game for me so I could learn these yep, things. Yep, we did. You're welcome. Thanks, rock band. Yay. So yeah, this will be. Uh, this is going to be a really good good week for DLC. I think it's going to be cool. Totally. The, uh, the album is number 82 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time in 2003. Ooh, wow. It's probably the most studio album that Jimi Hendrix ever made. Like, most of these songs were not played live. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, Spanish Castle Magic and Little mm -hmm. Wayne were the only two that were performed regularly live. Huh. You know, another tidbit of information that all you uh, hardcore rock band fans will probably appreciate. Jimi Hendrix is uh, now exclusive to the rock band platform. Boom! Yeah. Wow. What? That's yeah. awesome. In your face. We should have opened that. <laughs> <laughs> Nah. That's very cool. I like saving it for the end. Yeah, no, the you're end. right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the end. Oh, this is the end. We're going out on a high now. Thanks for listening to episode 13 of the Harmonics Community Podcast. Uh, you can always reach us on Twitter or on the Rock Band forums, and keep in mind we have a Skype mailbox for voicemails if you want to leave us one. Uh, that is hmx.mailbox on Skype. Catch you later. other video game podcast. There's a bunch of nerds sitting around talking about nonsense. I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it's got to be the top. You are complaining. Oh, you are complaining. I listen to a lot of podcasts and they go off topic real quick. I wish this was a video <laughs> podcast. Only because Allie is now holding her face together with the Kleenex. It's like one big snot bubble on the face. All she's is holding Sissy's face yeah. like it's falling apart. Yeah. At my age, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Do what you can.